Hey there, and welcome back to the Big Red Zone. Sorry that we're uh, coming at you guys a little bit late today. We don't have any video today, unfortunately, because of the whole coronavirus thing, this whole social distancing thing. God, that's been fun. But yeah, we've still keeping up with sports or what is sort of happening, kind of, the, the lack of what's happening. The, the, the very few things that are happening, we are keeping up with. Plus, we've got a few different topics to talk about today, but uh, let's get right into it. Welcome back to the Big Red Zone. Welcome to the podcast. It's the Big Red Zone. I'm your host, Big Red, at the Big Red Casa. As always, I am joined remotely by my good friend, James. Hello. James, well, how are you? All the way over in... Well, I don't want to say where you live. That's weird. It's studio. Yeah, at yeah. the studio. Yeah, you're joining me remotely. Yeah, I'm doing well. It's a little I'm, chilly that's here, right. But... I'm joining remotely. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I bet. I'm yeah. in the warm house. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll take one for yeah. the team. It's fine. James and John's also <laughs> joining us somewhere remotely. Yeah. Uh, He's on the call as well. And here. Hey. <laughs> but we are trying to practice good uh, habits of social distancing. So we are coming at you remotely today for the Big Red Zone. And we'll see if this works out for future episodes uh, coming forward. So yeah, It's uh, a little weird, but we'll make, we'll make yeah, do with it, you know. Testing out all the uh, software. I just had a a big moment with my computer where it ended up somewhere on the street because I threw it out the window. Apparently, yeah, you know, it happens. It's getting a little ridiculous. You kind of had a crash course on how to do this in like twenty literally minutes. Literally so. crash. We that's that's I the joke. I'm on my second laptop right now because I got yeah. so irritated. Um, yeah, we've had a lot but, happen in the last few weeks, though. Surprisingly, there's been a lot that's happened in the last two weeks. Um, and yeah, it's uh, very surprising because there hasn't been any sports. Um, nothing has happened going on in the last couple of weeks. We're living in this well, uh, crazy world called social distancing. That's not or, true. Thank uh, God for NASCAR. I got something going on. <laughs> I got the NFL draft, which is something I'm looking when is forward that? to. How, how, how far away is that? It is in three weeks from three Man. weeks from Thursday. Oh, this is boy. the first day. No one cares about the other two days because it's like <laughs> if you all right, I'm going to tell you right now, if you watch more than the third, fourth pick, I'll give you the fifth pick in the draft. You have a problem. OK, why do you say that? I, I, I just can't watch the whole NFL draft. I, actually, I'll give you the first round. OK, I'll give you the first round because I'll watch the Patriots. I'll be interested to see who the Patriots pick in the first round. But don't be that guy that watches the whole draft or gal. Okay, no, no, they print. Cool. They print. They print recaps the next day. You don't have to watch the three I mean, days worth of the same thing over and over again. You'll hear the next day all the important stuff because, yeah, those last those last few rounds of picks. Like to be honest with you, ninety percent of teams it's not going to matter. Not going to affect are, their season. Odds are your team is going to pick someone that you didn't want. They're going to say the same nonsense thing when they get picked. It's going to be ter- the commissioner doesn't even watch all the rounds. So don't I don't even think Bill Belichick watches all the rounds. So don't worry about it. Just True. wait for the recap for rounds two through seven and then we'll be OK. OK, don't watch. Don't watch all. Don't watch all the rounds. OK, get the recap. That's from right. Big Red himself. 
Oh yeah. Uh, but that that kind of does segue though into the whole the you know, NFL the, yeah the whole NFL talk. Um, yeah. Now, James and I were talking before this, and a lot has happened. We'll get to the obvious of Tom Brady. Am I right? Prediction? Maybe. I think I was right, James. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been saying it. Quote from James. I can't say your last name. James Jimothy. Jazz. I don't know what's your last name. Yeah. Um, Tom, there is zero percent chance Tom Brady is leaving. He told me this two months ago. Yep. And I started to buy in, but I still had that little seed of doubt. Yep. And I wish I didn't buy in because now I'm crushed. I'm crushed. I'll be real with you. I'm already over it. I'm so over it. I stopped caring. I'm actually excited. I was I... talking about it with actually our fan favorite, Danny Football. Yeah. And I'm excited, but but we'll get into that in a yeah, little bit. There's yeah. a ladybug on my notes. <laughs> but a no, ladybug just but, crawled but on me. A lot has happened in the NFL. What the heck is going there's on? been a lot of different. Tra- Are you okay over there, bud? But th- there have been a lot of trades. There have been a lot of um, a lot of things that have happened that you wouldn't really expect. So. I know, a lot of big names are leaving franchises yeah. that I thought they would never leave. Um, yeah, so do you want to hit it from the top? First, yeah, first yeah. being Todd Gurley. Todd That's, Gurley finally they released yeah. him. The Rams released him, and I see. I was shocked, but at the same time, I understood because oh, yeah. he had a huge salary. They saved money yeah. by cutting him. He's and, not worth the money on the Rams, but the Rams also need almost a full rebuild. The right they're going. They, so. I will say I'm nervous about that because the team that was just in the Super Bowl two years ago now looks exactly like that. They may yeah. need to, to retool their whole team. And But Todd Gurley was one. Uh, he does have knee problems. He's got that, um, Yeah, I think it's arthritis in the knees. Yeah. Um, he's not had an easy time in the NFL. He's, he's injury, lived a pretty rough. He's always been injury prone. So. Uh, but he just signed a... Uh, a one-year contract with the Falcons. Yeah, it looks like it's six million guaranteed, eleven yeah. full, um, if, with all the incentives and nonsense. Uh, but I'll tell you, I'm excited to see that division play. The Falcons, the yeah. now Bucks for obvious reasons, the, the Saints, the Bucks, and, and the, the Dolphins Panthers. making some moves as well. I mean, but you, that one yeah. division alone—just yeah. think of all the moves that one division oh, have yeah. made, or just the team like the Saints. The yeah. Saints just are kind of retooling, and uh, yeah. they brought. Um, they're keeping most everything Drew the same. Brees though. Back. Yeah, yeah. They're, but they still have an awesome team. That's oh, like yeah. a great team. The Bucks just improved. The Panthers we get to see with our yeah. next free agent that I'm going to talk about in a second. Um, and now Todd Gurley goes to the Falcons, which are already a great. You know they have flashes of offense. It can be a splash offense. They're they're inconsistent is their problem, and hopefully they can help with their consistency. I think Todd Gurley will fit in well because yeah. I think Matty Ryan will be better than um, what he's had the last few years at quarterback. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a good fit if he can stay healthy, which is key. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited to see that he's he's him going there is really making my uh my peaking my interest of that uh division who's next um with that being said talking about the panthers uh they've made a couple moves they signed robbie anderson yes to a deal uh who we've seen uh in the with the jets has shown promise he's made 
great. He's shown great strides. He's uh, he had kind of a so-so year last year, I believe, but uh, he's a great wide receiver and is going to fit well, fit in well with that um, wide receiving core. But the big one is the they got their new franchise quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater, which that he signed a three-year huge. He signed a three-year, sixty-three million dollar contract, thirty-three of it guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, I it's really good for, uh, him. Good for him to see. Uh, now, I'm I'm happy for him getting his starting job because I as I said I've talked about him. He's yeah. very consistent. He gets wins. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big I'm Teddy Bridgewater fan. Start. I'm saying now, here. Now I, know, I hate to be the one to say it. I almost feel like they're overpaying him a little bit. But you know what? Good on him for the negotiations. The Panthers need a consistent quarterback. Right. So, hey, you know he could do a lot of good for him. Yeah, a little bit overpaid, but hey. Out, you know, and he's still pretty young. Whoever his agent guy. is did a great job. Yeah, he's because uh, that is that is the maximum top dollar you can get for Bridgewater. Yeah, that makes any sense. I agree. So, I agree. The Panthers have a um, shot. They might be an actual team this year. They're in a tough division, though, as I just yeah. mentioned. The all three of the other teams are going to be all, all four of those teams will be awesome this yeah. year, and it's going to be fun to watch the divisional round. Um, also worth noting that James, your quarterback, PJ Walker, signed a contract with the yeah. um, with the Panthers, mm-hmm. right? Panthers. Yep. So um, I, he's going to be I'm, fighting I'm for a backup quarterback spot. I'm sad to see him leave the Roughnecks, man. It's kind of so. cool to see, and I mean, my quarterback, uh, Tiamo, just signed a contract with the Chiefs to fight yeah. for that back uh, third spot or the backup yeah, spot. Do I think these guys are going to be? Uh, it's going to be, I'll, I'll say this, it's an uphill road for those two guys oh, to make yeah. the active roster, but I think I think it's cool for it's, the XFL. It's yeah. great for the XFL to have these guys have a chance to compete for a roster spot. It's it's possible. Oh, sorry for the yawn. Whew. It's possible they could make it into the NFL, but I'm giving it a 50-50 shot, to be honest yeah. with you. I wouldn't say any less. Yet. Less. <laughs> I give Tiamo, I love the guy. I give him maybe a fifteen percent chance of making Jesus. the active roster. There's no chance. Like they already have a solid backup. They already have they're not they already have Mahomes. They already have a solid backup. Oh, yeah. So he's fighting for the third spot. Yeah, so, that's a big increase in knows? pay though. Like who uh, knows? Hey. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. Get paid half a million dollars or a million dollars just to be a bench warmer, like I'd come do on. It. Uh, PJ Walker. They also traded away uh, the Panthers. Uh, noting to the Panthers, they traded away Kyle Allen. Yeah. To the uh, Redskins, mm-hmm. who don't forget uh, Ron Rivera, who was the former coach of the Panthers, Panthers. from last year. He he's now the head coach of the Redskins. He just traded for his young quarterback that he went to last yeah. year. Um, they do have Dwayne Haskins there, who yes. was their rookie from last year. Um, who seems to be their franchise guy, but yeah. um, bringing in some someone he feels comfortable with at backup is going to help them, and also would help PJ Walker have a chance to make the backup position or yeah. third position for um, for the Panthers. Um, moving on, just a quick one that I thought was worth noting in general: um, Greg Zerline signed with the with the Cowboys, which just made me think of it, and I got a shout out someone sam who's a big cowboys fan they are putting in a lot of moves to make make a run at it this year they have a lot of signings uh 
I think one of the biggest things that they did was bring back signing a multi-year multi-year deal for Amari Cooper. I think that was huge. We talked about that last time. Oh yeah. Um, and they are making a serious push for next year. I think Mike McCarthy really wants to win or at least make a deep run. And I love it. I hope that I, I, I am a, as much as I give them a hard time, I do like the Cowboys. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do next year. I know it's kind of a running joke in the NFL community that, oh, the Cowboys are going to make a run this year. And then they don't, but they're making the right moves. So I, they, if they don't make the playoffs, Everyone on that team and organization should be fired because they're they just approved the owners just approved adding the playoff team so the playoff format has an extra team on each side. So if they don't make the playoffs with an extra team in the worst division possible, we have a serious problem because that's going to be terrible. They need to make the playoffs. This is a big year for Dak, big year for Zeke, big year for Mike McCarthy. Yeah, exactly. It's, they need to they need to make the playoffs. But exactly. um kind of tying in with the kind of the fall of the Rams and the rise of the Cowboys, uh Greg Zerline is going to the Cowboys, which will help be a solid kicker for them because I know that's been a negative in the past. Um yeah. one thing that this happened a while ago, so I won't touch we won't spend too much time on it, but the Diggs trade yeah. to Buffalo. Diggs was traded with a seventh to the Buffalo for their first, fifth, and sixth this year and their fourth round next year. Uh, huge trade. Huge trade for the Buffalo Bills. That helps them increase. Uh, it helps both teams, I think. They, they, the, excuse me, the Vikings can start to rebuild and fill that hole with a first, fifth, and sixth round and a fourth round next year. And the Bills are on pace to win the division, so they add a nice piece for their young quarterback. I'm excited yeah. for the Bills team this year. It's good to see. It seems like we have a trend, or at least this year. It seems like the everything's lining up where you have quite a few teams that are doing relatively successful rebuilds or restructures. So yeah. there's only going to be a handful of teams I can think of that are genuinely out of the race or of being a contending team. So yeah. we're going to have a lot more teams that are going to be competitive this year. Well, adding that extra team is the extra team in the playoffs is huge because yeah. now, if I'm like the Dolphins, right, and they they kind of don't want to tank anymore. They got they got they're going to be able to get a quarterback yeah. this low for their franchise guy. But if I'm the I'm the Dolphins now, why am I going to tank when they add an extra team? Maybe uh-huh. I can go nine and nine, or sorry, sorry, eight and eight this year. Yeah. They're going to add the game next year. But I maybe I can go eight and eight this year. And have a chance to make the playoffs. Oh yeah! Like if I there's a chance going 500 will get you into the playoffs at that low, low wild card spot. And you Maybe can be like the Titans seven. and make a decent run for it. Right. You know, there's gonna so be a lot of teams that can do that. You make money. You increase your chance of signing free agents. Like if you're making the playoffs and making a run, and you're a story, people want to come and be a part of it. They they got a nice young promising head coach which is attractive yeah. to a lot of players as we've seen they've taken away half the patriots defense and something to consider like, is draft day is going to tell you a huge thing about the right. dolphins which quarterback are they picking i think we all know they're, they're going what uh burrow or are they going to a no burrow like, burrow goes to who one but uh, uh he's Bengals? going to go, he's going to go bangles yeah Tua. they could go Tua. or what's the other dude's name probably good 
I think it's Tua. I don't. I. I, don't I, I know. Think... I know the money's on Tua, but because I think he's just better. I mean, they could trade down or reach on. Um... What's his name? Uh... There were also rumors that Burrow for... really doesn't want to play for, for the Bengals. So. Yeah, there's rumors that okay, he was he might just not going... play. He was considering going back. I think. Yeah. Or no, no, he was considering something to not play for the Bengals, but I don't know. Yeah. I think he'll end up playing. It's kind of like Zion yeah. when he was in the draft. They he was considering not coming out, but you got to make some money. You're going to make a lot of money coming out. Um, getting back to free agency, another big free agent, Melvin Gordon, signed with the Broncos. This one I don't really yeah. get. Uh, he signed a two-year, sixteen million, thirteen point five guaranteed. I was surprised by this, and I was surprised because he went to a team that virtually has, is one of those teams that doesn't have a big chance of making the – like they're not there yet. The Broncos are in full rebuild at this point, or they're going to have to right. because they're, they're, they're embracing the tank. They don't have an identity. They really don't have any reliable working parts. So right. for Gordon, they how, went, how many years was the deal? Two years. Okay. Eh. Nah. My I mean, thing is – they just went to their second year now second year quarterback yeah. and I, it looks like they're going all in on him. Yeah. And looking so you are kind of young at you're young at quarterback. Your best wide receiver was Cortland Sutton who's a young second or third year guy. Uh your running backs are both going to go into their third year. Yeah. And you got two so you got two young quarterbacks. I, I mean running backs, a Belkow and Freeman. And your guy that you speed guy, Lindsay, where is the carries going to go? I think Freeman is going to go. They're not going to yeah. go with Freeman because that's more Gordon's role. He's more of a like carry, yeah. carries guy. So Lindsay may be okay, but now you're going to get rid of Freeman, who's a pretty good running. I liked Freeman. Yeah. Um, I had him on my uh, fantasy team. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm confused by that, and I thought Gordon would go to a team that's like a running back away from being like a contender. So I'm surprised by that. He would have uh, been signing. a decent replacement for, uh, well, maybe not a decent replacement, but a like since Gurley left the Rams. Yeah, know, like would've that would have made more sense. I mean, they but, have a couple of young guys with the Rams that they're probably going to go with, but yeah, like that but... similar, like they could have just. It's kind of like how the. Uh, I would have loved to see Freeman go for the Rams or maybe the Seahawks or you know, yeah, team that could any use one him. of those. Like it, it, it would be kind of like with the Rams thing. It would be kind of like how what the Falcons did. Yeah, they lost Austin Hooper to free agency, and then they traded for Hayden Hurst. Yeah, so they just kind of filled the role, which I now they're not doing the 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 Rams are kind of just going off of whatever. Yeah, like they're just kind of going what they got. Which I don't know. Also, I'm, I mean, I'm not looking at their so... new logo. They're pretty much going with whatever they got anyway. Oh my god! So... They should just they should cancel the season. <laughs> Todd Gurley got out. Todd Gurley got out at the right he time. He probably saw that logo. Went hell no, and yeah. it took off. Oh, he got out. He I don't got blame him. at the right time. I, I, that is, if anybody hasn't, him. please go look up their new logo. It oh, is absolutely terrible. You'd never it's know they were all... a football team. It's almost as bad as the new uh, was the Woo socks uh, thing. <laughs> I got to be careful. I work for them. So, but uh, oh yeah, because I, <laughs> I work for the Pawtucket Red Sox, not the Woo Sox. Not the Woo. So, I may but, not be working for the Pawtucket Red Sox now. 
They may cancel the season, so never mind. Oh yeah, I'm unemployed. I know the feel, bud. But uh, so another. Yeah, you go. Sorry. More, more. Sorry. More free agent. One other thing I was going to mention. Um, Rivers to the Colts. He this got a was ton a, of money. This was unexpected. Not that he went to the, guaranteed. That's one year, the thing. Twenty-five guaranteed. They are overpaying for him. That's crazy. Phil I'm Rivers, shocked that he got that. Much not money. a bad quarterback. Pretty decent record. Not worth that kind of money. Especially because you just gave that money a lot of a decent amount to Jacoby Brissett. Now yeah. you're gonna have Jacoby Brissett. You're gonna be paying him a lot of money to back up. Or even worse, you're gonna pay twenty five million for a backup for Rivers. That's pretty, yeah, uh, pretty crazy. I, I was pretty the, shocked when I heard the that. The Colts will be doing lucky to go five hundred. I think because they they have I a think decent they could team. go five hundred. I, I think don't they know. Could. I uh, I mean Rivers Rivers isn't bad. Rivers is a gunslinger, like, so I think he'll work yeah. with T Y Hilton. I think oh, that's yeah. gonna work out good. I, and I don't know. It's a, a toss-up. I get worried about injuries with him. Not that he's had a history, but he's getting up there. Yeah. And, like, with Brissett, he's, again, Brissett's decent, but I just don't think they have the kind of team defensively or with enough weapons to really make it that far. Like, yeah. they, they might make postseason. I think they're doing good if they make that, but eh. yeah, I think that should be that's like that's a really good season for them. They, I don't, I don't know what they make postseason, but I think they'll be okay. I don't think they'll yeah. be like zero and sixteen, but I think they'll be. But I just think that's a lot know. of money to pay for a quarterback to have the potential to be okay. Yeah, I think that's but my problem. But hey, it is a one-year deal. Yeah, so you pay them one year to kind of get you through this year, and then maybe they'll see if they tank Draft. and they get a. They can get uh, a good draft pick. Maybe they get uh, a good quarterback in next year's draft. They're going to need to. Uh, Anyone else on the list? The one other thing that I'll just lump all together is, and it's kind of a request, can the Dolphins, Lions, and now Giants stop poaching our players, please? (laughs) That's funny because the Lions and the Dolphins are like a quarter, like like, like they're like 20% Patriots. It's getting ridiculous. It's, it really is. Well, the Ted Lions took Harris, three, and how many the did the Dolphins took three, take? One including in a trade. Deron Harmon yeah. was traded to the Lions, and he'll join Collins and Shelton, Danny yeah. Shelton. Um, I think the count for the the um, the Dolphins is about three or four. Yeah. They got Van Noy. Yep. They got uh, a Landon Roberts. They got Ted Karras, mm-hmm. and I think they got one more guy. Going to um, Miami. Yeah. And Nate Ebner just went to the Giants to join the special yeah. teams coach. So now we're going to be sending people to uh, the Giants. They already have uh, Nate Solder up there from a few years back. Yep. Might as well just keep getting them. Yeah, but the Patriots are going to be moving quickly into a full rebuild. Or basically, yeah. right there going. Um, that. I wrote down, I mean, obviously they're saying, people are yelling, what about that one big free agent named Thomas Brady? We're going to get to him in a second. Yeah. Um, he's a whole Brian, different discussion. Yeah, and yeah, he's a whole different discussion. Um, there were a few free agents that haven't been signed that James and I kind of talked yeah. about, and they're kind of interesting because they're big bigger name guys one is uh Jameis winston now james and i have been debating this uh before the show yeah and 
one thing that we agree on, the market's kind of drying up. Because um, yeah, basically so, every team has claimed or they have a plan at this point. You know, they've either picked a quarterback they're going to use or they have some sort of plan. They have some sort of way they're doing it. And I think most of the teams have realized that James Winston can put numbers up. You know, he, he can throw for a lot of touchdowns. He can throw for a lot of yardage, but is he worth the money? And there's not many teams that need a quarterback like him right now. So unless you can get him for the on the cheap or unless you want to work out a deal, I think a lot of teams are going to pass on him. That being said, I'm surprised a team like the Panthers didn't pick him up or I'm surprised, you know, uh, the Redskins are still investing in uh, what's his name? Uh, do you remember the Redskins quarterback? I can't. Dwayne remember. Haskins? Yeah. They're still investing. So, I mean, it, where, where's, where's Winston going to go? And also, you'd have to work um, with a team that's okay with him giving away the ball half the time. So, um, I think they need to have a place where he works, um, some place that's willing to work with him. I have, because I'll include Cam Newton in this, because yeah. Cam Newton's another guy. He's a veteran oh, quarterback. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, their list's kind of different, but there's some overlap there with teams I think are potential that were, may have a quarterback, but may... May what? You cut out? Hello. Sorry about the technical difficulties. Big red. One, two, three. Hello? Hey, there you are. Hello? Hello? Hey, you're back. Sorry. Okay. Can maybe cut that out. Yeah, it's all good. Just keep going. Um. Oh, so what I was saying is a one-year deal, like a prove-it-year deal. Yeah, you know what I mean, so um, for Jameis, I have three potential landing spots for him. Okay, and there's a couple wild card. I'll make it. I don't know. I have a but. I have a couple. So sure. I have. I'll give my top five landing spots for Jameis Winston and Cam Newton. I think they're pretty much the same, uh, and it's in no particular order. Okay. For uh, one, I think is the Dolphins. Interesting. Number two. Well, Dolphins, I'll explain. Dolphins, you know, they're going to need a quarterback. I think Cam Newton kind of falls in that team a little more, more likely yeah. there. Um, they're, they're looking for a quarterback for the next couple of years as like a bridge guy to kind of weather the storm until their next quarterback is ready. Yeah. And I think they much rather do that with a Jameis Winston or Cam Newton than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, and definitely more than the other terrible quarterbacks they have on their roster. So I, I think that they'd rather go with those guys. However, maybe they want to save money and go with Fitzpatrick, which may, would make sense. I don't know. That's why it's a potential spot. Um, number two, I have the Chargers, which is by no surprise. Yeah, now, man. they have Tyrod Taylor, which they've said they're going with, but yeah. if they can get one of these two guys on the cheap or get them for a decent deal, I would say let's take a flyer on him for a couple yeah. years until we're ready, and then we can move on. Yeah, throw Winston um, like a like a two year thirty mil or something like that, or two year fifteen or Cam, like twenty two year yeah. same yeah same yeah. thing. Give him a decent contract. Now the next three are kind of wild cards. Yeah, but I, this is where I think number one is the Lions. Yeah, now the Lions. I think we could be a potential spot because 
depending on Matt Stafford's situation with his his back, yeah, they could be out of a quarterback. Yeah, and also, uh, so they may want it depending on his situation and depending on how the draft goes. This could be a situation where they sign one of these guys if they're still available for the one for a one year deal to kind of help them see where they're at. So I think the Lions could be a potential landing yeah. spot. Uh, especially if they want a young guy, Jameis Winston would kind of fit that pretty well. So I think that's yeah. a potential. Yeah, Patricia could coach him a bit and get him to stop throwing interceptions and he'd be good. He'd yeah. Be good. Who knows? I yeah. think that would be a good uh, potential. Yeah. Um another one I think that's potentially is the Rams. Yeah. Now, depending on how they want to go about it. If they're ready to move on from Goff, they may take a chance on one of these guys. If they're rebuilding, maybe they'll take a chance and try to get another quarterback in there. And I'm not sure. I don't know what also their plan is. Because Goff isn't cheap. So Goff, Goff's getting paid a decent amount of money. So if you could so, get somebody like Winston for the same or less, or even Cam Newton for the yeah. same or less, it might be worth it. Yeah. And you probably get him for less money. Yeah. So there's a chance there. Yeah. Uh, and the other one that I don't hear too many people think he talking about, I could be wrong. I could be just not hearing it is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, that, that all depends on big Ben's situation, right? Big yeah. Ben is old. He's old and he's not like a Tom Brady old. He's like, he looks like, like if I, I, I don't know. I don't even know. Like the men's league old, like he's big, he's bulky. He got hurt last year. And now, once one injury happens, that usually starts yeah. a trend where now every hit you're going to be like, oh, my God, is he going to be all right? Yeah. And we learned that the two quarterbacks from last year were absolutely terrible. <laughs> we had a guy named Duck out there. That's what your quarterback was named. So I think that maybe, again, a chance. Jameis Winston, I think, could fit in there well because he's younger. Uh, but Cam Newton even you may want to put him in there, slide him in at quarterback and see what happens. I think there's a serious chance that these guys um, get a spot, but I think both those guys, I don't know if necessarily they'll have a contract signed before the draft. I think a lot of these teams, like you said, are going to wait and see how the draft is going. With the way the whole virus is affecting everything and whatever's going on. I think if teams are smart, they're going to wait till after the draft. They're going to see what happens. And I'm I'm willing to almost bet money that both these guys will probably be signed after the draft. Just oh, absolutely. These these two guys will have a job by the start of the season. It just depends uh, if either one of them want to price themselves out of the market. It's more about them. If they feel like they yeah. want a, a crap ton of money, then you might have an issue. But if they're willing yeah. to be reasonable on their price, then yeah, there's a handful of teams that'll pick them up. Who knows if Jameis Winston wants to stay in Tampa, he could be playing for the Vipers next season. Hey, that's for uh, producer John. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right, so I guess does that segue? I think that segues great into our main person of interest, Thomas Edward Brady. So there, first of all, it's probably one of the biggest moves and. NFL history in quite a while. Hold on a second. Yeah. What's going on? I'm just patting myself on the back for being correct. Not one that I want to be. No. Well, you know what, though? I 
there was a lot of information at the time that we did not know. Yeah. And apparently the Patriots did not really fight that hard to keep him. No. And to be fair, I, I again, I know I've said this before, but I genuinely feel like uh, Tom was asking for too much money. Considering you're paying for his um, knowledge, but not necessarily his athleticism. So, But did you see it, what he got? Yeah. He didn't get paid that much money. That's well, the, he got well, paid a lot of money. But he got he paid. didn't get paid. He didn't get paid thirty million dollars. Yeah, and this is the thing that's kind of annoying, uh, and it's more for the Patriots. More annoying for the Patriots. Yeah. Um, he got paid like twenty-three million dollars, twenty-two million dollars yeah. for two years, which is exactly which is what we were talking. What about. he asked for last off season. He said to the Patriots, hey, can I get, I want two years extension to play yeah. on 45 for $23 million. Uh-oh. Yeah. Not John Luff, that's fine. Okay. Um, which is fine. Um, it just seems like Belichick wanted to move on from him. Right. I think that's so, that, that's the bigger factor. That's exactly it. So you know. I don't want to hear the nonsense. This is the thing that's annoying from the Patriots yeah. side. I don't want to hear the nonsense of that. We wanted him back. Tom didn't want to come back, which I know is just true. trying to save face with the like public and try to like blame it on Tom. I get it, but I don't want to hear it because it wasn't Tom. It was you. Tom. Tom did have a little bit to do with it, but it's it's not all Tom's fault. You didn't no. even offer a contract, so I, I just it's it's kind of a frustrating. It's kind of a salty way to end this great yeah. relationship it is annoying because the patriots never really seem to come out and make a statement that says hey you know i'm gonna move john for a second uh there we go but if it's one thing if the patriots came out if belichick and Kraft came out and said look we appreciate tom for all these years but we both feel like it's time to move on yeah and you love tom brady you're like family but it's time for us to go and that's fine. All right. I just only moved you, John. That's because you kept joining and not joining, and it makes a sound every time. So, but anyways, um, it's all good. But it's uh, from an outsider's perspective, I think a lot of the problem, and I actually am going to raise my hand on that and say I have a problem with it as well, is how it was handled. It seems like from the Patriots' standpoint, it was either a lack of effort or it was just kind of they turned their backs on him and said whatever. Now, to be fair, are we going to know every part of this uh, this exchange? No, we're not going to know what, what went on behind closed doors. But the Patriots are ready to move on from Tom. They should have handled it a little differently. And I think right now with the way the NFL is, PR, public relations, is a huge factor. It's not in what you do, but it's in how you do it. And the way the Patriots handled that, I don't think was as good as it should have been. Was it bad necessarily? No. But it was not the way I would have handled that. And I, I, the thing is, you don't want to be disrespectful to, for a guy like Tom, who I don't care what anybody else says. Tom is one of the reasons why the Patriots have a massive fan base, if not probably the largest fan base in the NFL, yeah. is because of Tom. So you have to show whether you like him or not, whether you're done with him or not. I don't care what people think personally, but if you're part of the Patriots staff and part of that management, you have to treat him with respect that he's earned. Not deserved, but that he's earned. Right. And it just seems like he wasn't. And some people might say I'm going too far with that, but I don't know, man. It just seems like it was very disrespectful and dismissive and whatever, you're, do you're done here. We're over you. And just walks away. It's almost like, um, you know that, that scene in Toy Story 
where Andy gets another like Woody doll or whatever and he drops the original one. He's like, oh, I'm done with you or whatever. I'm too old to just let him drop. I play with you anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it reminds me about, the, it reminds me literally of that. Yeah. In that kind of I think they had a meme for that. Yeah. So it's, uh, so, but the good news for Tom is if there was ever a team for him to go to, if there was ever a team offensively for him I to go to. I told you. By God. The Bucks have, have made even some other moves since we've since we've met. So I mean, they're shoring up their defense. They just signed uh, Ndamukong Su to help with the defensive yep. tackle spot. They have a bunch of they have a bunch yep. of weapons on offense. They first of all, quarterback wise, Tom's smart. He's going to yeah. do well. Their one thing that they need to do better, like improve a little bit on, is their offensive line, which wasn't that great, but. Tom gets the ball away so fast anyway. I think that will I think well, I think he's able to overcome that. A big factor is in the amount of weapons he has to throw to, therefore he doesn't have to wait. It's not going to be a repeat of this season with the Patriots where he only had two people to throw to. So he yeah. always had to wait. Whereas he has what four different people offensively? Not including uh, a couple of the extra running backs. <laughs> to, he's to, got a to, couple <laughs> he's got a couple good wide receiver options and a couple yeah. tight and a tight end, a couple good tight ends. Hey, yeah. he does get a tight end. So. Um, but he, the one thing I will say about the whole, like him going just about Tampa in general with Tom adding Tampa, yeah. the people that are saying now they're in the Super Bowl, No. I, I don't get it. Cause that's the one thing, no disrespect to Tom, no disrespect to that organization, but let's, let's call it what it is. If they have what a 13 and, Three, 13 and three season. Yeah. That I think is the height of their success. They are going, they're either going to go 13 and three or 12 and four. Like that's, they're not going undefeated. They're not going 15 and one. They're not going no. 14 and two. Three losses sounds right. Maybe four. Look at their division they're playing in. Yeah. They're, he's got to play Drew Brees twice. And something to consider with the Saints is they're going to have a better defense. And their offense is about as potent. Yeah. And also something to consider, what people need to realize too, is it's very easy to look at a football team and take add up everything, like like give people a arbitrary point value and assume the overall score of a team is that. So you say, oh, Tom Brady's like a 95 out of 100 for a quarterback, and then you got you know Godwin and everybody else. But you have to see how they work together, number one. You have to see how the coaching staff works together. Right now, we have we have no data on how good this team is going to do. Their, their ceiling is almost infinite. Their ceiling is they, they could go almost undefeated if everything's perfect. No. Yeah, I think yes. their ceiling's not. I think but, their ceiling is 13 and 3. But I, I think that, that's, a, that's a theoretical ceiling if everything was perfect. The reality of it is uh, Tom is the new guy with a bunch of people. And he's going to yeah. learn. They got to learn his system. He has to learn theirs. And honestly, with this whole, this whole virus thing going around, uh, I'm not saying it's going to be a major factor, but it could cut into practice. It could cut into, you know, preseason games. Yeah. And the thing is, for me, looking at this, I think that's going to be a factor. Why? Because they'll have fewer games to acclimate. They'll have fewer games to figure it out. And the thing is, the yep. Bucks cannot afford to figure it out in the first four or five games. Because they have well, he doesn't to, go to He doesn't what? go to OTAs anyway, so who knows? <laughs> well, yeah. Do you think he'll go to OTAs this year? I have no idea. He skipped him the last, like, five years. But to be fair, he probably should. 
Yeah. He really should. Yeah, and was, because of that division, you can't just say, oh, if we screw up the first four games, it's fine. No. You're going to have to play way, for every game. Just to be clear, yeah. I'm not saying that they're going 13 and 3. I think that's oh, no. their ceiling. If this team went 10 and 6, I would not be surprised. You know, that, that, well, now you're getting to where I was talking honest. about. Now you're getting to where I'm, I was going. Like, if they're like 9 and 7, I won't be surprised. You know what's 500, funny? I'll be a little shocked. But if they, if he doesn't bring a couple wins to the team, I'll be a mm-hmm. little shocked. But this team is not going to... Like, the people that think this is like a Super Bowl team, I don't think so. I really don't. But it would be a great story. Tom's not... Well, yeah. One point I just want to make. Tom's not going there to be a Super Bowl contender. He's going there to put up numbers and yeah. go out the season. He's earned the right not to go out... To go out trying to put up stats. He's yeah. earned that. And that's the last thing he's going to do. He's going to try to break all those records, try to break records, try to catch Breeze in some records, and good stuff for like him. that. And, and he's right. getting paid doing it, where the Patriots didn't want to pay him. So I get it. You know, it all makes sense. You there? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's understandable why he's doing that. Uh, you know what's funny? You're you're thinking about something that I was thinking about the other day, which is realistically yeah. the box. I wouldn't be surprised if they are performance-wise in between the Titans and the Seahawks. So the Titans will go 9-7 and seven like they have for the last four or five years. You got the Seahawks that'll go like 11 wins, and then they'll probably fit in around 10. That's, that's going to be my early prediction. I think they have an amazing ceiling, but they're not going to go. They're, they're, they're rea- the, the reality of it is, especially if it affects their practice time, they're not going to be that high up. So. Can you uh can you say I'm sorry I'm having some uh, that's all good I couldn't hear what did, what did you say about the Seahawks what, did, what basically what I, I feel like the team I, I, I feel like the team falls right in between the Titans and the Seahawks in terms of where they're gonna where they're gonna sit I think the Seahawks are gonna do decent like in terms of if you look at their their team success the Seahawks will get like ten or eleven wins the the Titans will get nine wins because they always go nine and seven because that's their thing and then the Bucks will fall right in the middle. And I'm fine with that. Somewhere around the middle or somewhere around there. And that's probably where they're going to sit. I think the Seahawks have more wins than that. Um, The thing is, I again, draft day for them is going to tell a lot. So there's still a lot of moves that have to happen with the Seahawks because they're still kind of hurting a little bit. But uh, but also, I I believe in Russell Wilson. So <laughs> that, that dude's really good at making stuff happen. So I still offensively have a few weapons. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but but that that's what I'm saying. I feel like they fit somewhere in between there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, hold on. Oh, uh, hold on. Sorry about that. Because uh, last year they finished 11 and five. Yeah. So yeah, I I think that they could be. I think that I think they're a little bit better than that. I think they could be a little better. But uh, mm. I thought they were better than that. I thought no, they had a better record. Than her. No, they they weren't that great. I mean, they they were a good team. Yeah, um, but the but injuries last year hurt them. So, I think should we look at the uh, other side of it? Yeah, the Patriots side of the thing. All right. So, uh, so real talk as a Patriots fan, am I the only one that's completely over this pomp and circumstance drama BS with the whole Tom Brady thing going back and forth and nobody knowing and everybody trying to speculate? And I'm I'm so past it. I'm so done. I'm so done with that. I'm glad to move on. Um, while I don't trust Stidham, honestly, a lot of players are really talking him up. 
And I, who was it that there was a couple of uh, Patriots McCourty. players? McCourty. That's the one I'm thinking of. That like a lot of people are really praising him. So you know what? I'm even though it's somebody you can quote me on the podcast earlier. I was not a fan. You know what? I'm willing to give the kid a shot. Give him a shot. That being said, the Patriots also brought on uh, Hoyer. I think it was. Hoyer's their backup yeah. quarterback now. Yeah. So they're both gonna be fighting for the same spot. The good news is I like the flexibility. And I like having two quarterbacks that are gonna be roughly in the same. You know skill area so you know, the, the Patriots have a decent shot of going somewhere the big thing about the Patriots is we won't know until draft day so yeah. but you know what as a Patriots fan I'm fine because the crazy part is because of our defense even though some of it's missing um, the defense is going to be good enough to get us through a few games and if you're plus 500 you're having a good season as a Patriots fan you know considering we'll, won't be using a top tier quarterback you know Here's here's my thing. A couple of things about the Patriots. They need, I repeat, they need to get a tight end. Like they need a draft a tight end, possibly two. Like they need, they can't, they can't go into this with just with what they have, which they don't have anything. They also need some wide receiver depth, which they're not adding. Which I don't get if they're like just waiting for the draft to end a bunch of these no name guys, which is possible, but. I don't know. You need someone other than Edelman and Harry and one other Sanu. guy on. Yeah. Sanu. <laughs> they have a bunch of these guys. They need to add someone else for Stidham to help them out. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I hope they is they have three quarterbacks on the roster right now. I hope they draft someone. I, I really like I've said on the podcast for a few times and, uh, I know Danny Football loves this guy, but Hurst is a great quarterback. Jalen Hurst is like a Patriot. He's going to be on the Patriots or the Steelers. I can't see him playing for any other team. Um, He's just a gritty player. I I like how he plays. Yeah. Uh, I really hope they draft him and they can get him in around the third round. Yeah. So I hope they use their third round picks on him. The other the other thing, just we'll do more draft like previews but another name to keep in mind is moss that is moss randy moss's son yeah he's a tight end he looks really good this kid has patriot written all over him like they should draft him his dad played here obviously and is a great patriot his dad loves bill bill loves his dad let's just sign this kid up now and we'll get our tight end for the future i think he's going to be a stud uh but Patriots fan, the thing I love about this and this, we're going to, I said it, I tweeted it out, we're going to about to thin the herd of Patriots fans. Oh, yeah. We got a bunch of bandwagon fans that now are jumping off and joining, latching on to the Bucks or another team, the Chiefs. I love it. Well, that just we're means they were never house. really a Patriots fan. They were a Brady fan. Right. Know? And that's fine. We're about to, we're about to clean house. Yeah. We're about to get a fan, the real fans of the New England Patriots. The ticket prices are about to go down. I'm just hoping that it happens long enough so we can get like go to a game without spending taking out a down payment on a house. Yeah, right. Um, but I really, I I think everyone be worse than I think it really is. They're adding a playoff spot. I I stay true to this. The Patriots will be eight and eight or better. That's what I think. They're not going to be under 500. I looked through the schedule. There's no way they're under 500. 
I really don't think unless they have a total collapse. Unless and Stidham I'm, proves to be terrible and Hoyer's not much better. But even like Stidham bad, like if say Stidham's terrible, then you bench him and play Hoyer. Hoyer can get you eight and eight yeah. with the schedule they have. I the really th- believe that. The only thing that concerns me is they don't have a running game. I wish but we they had didn't a good have, have that with Brady. So like, yeah, but Brady could reliably changed. throw. So. All right. Make smarter decisions, but I, I I would just think that the logic would be, hey, we're going to be having either low tier or not great quarterbacks. We should invest in a running game. But you never know; they could um, draft, draft another a, running back, draft a third running back in a row, three years in a row with your uh, first or second round pick. Who uh, knows? We haven't even seen our last year pick mm. play. Let's. Do another one. I don't know why they uh, rumbles. I don't know why they pick people they don't ever use. Why? Why draft people that you never use? There's no point. You're wasting it. What are you doing? Just real quick to go over it. Yeah. Couple of the win. They play Buff. I think they're gonna split with Buffalo next year. So that's one win. They play the Chargers. That's a winnable game. They play the Rams, and at this rate, that's a very winnable game. Yep. Miami, that's a winnable game. Yep. One Buffalo game. Miami, I think that's very winnable. The Jets yep. is winnable. Denver's winnable. Vegas is winnable. At home, especially, is winnable in the Jets. That's about eight to ten games that are winnable games. Yeah. For the Patriots. And figure they lose two of them, so they're right about eight and eight. I think that good coaching helps you win out in this league. Yeah, And I think they may be even able to steal a couple of these other games. Like, we're not going to be able to steal the, like, when you look at it, Kansas City, they're going to beat us. All right. Let's get over it. San Fran, going to beat us. Baltimore, probably going to beat us. Seattle, going to beat us. Arizona, I'm even putting in that tier. But we got to see how. Maybe. It depends on how. Because Hopkins is there. They got Drake. They got a bunch of. They got a good team, but will they work together or something? So. Yeah, so we got to see how that all yeah. meshes together. But I just named eight to ten winnable games for the Patriots yeah. with Stidham or Hoyer as the starting quarterback. So Patriots fans, relax. True Patriots fans, relax. You're gonna have a subpar year this year compared to what you. Big whoop. It's okay. Yeah, because they're gonna come back better. You're gonna get a good draft pick next year, and everyone was talking about how much. We're paying in cap this year for players that aren't going to be here. Guess what? Next year, it all gets wiped out, and you're going to get almost $20 million in cap space. It's okay. No, no, the Patriots, you got to play the long game. Embrace the suck for a couple years, or relative suck. You know, it's not going to be that bad for the Patriots. And uh, move on, and move on to greener pastures. Especially if we can pick up some really good draft picks. You know, if we if we can get a couple right. of good drafts coming up, um, I'd love to see the Patriots find another dynasty quarterback, find another person in for, in it for the long haul. But we'll see if the Patriots continue that way of playing or not. That's a big Belichick decision. So we'll find out. All right, does that pretty much wrap up? Oh, sorry, you go. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much all I had for yeah. the NFL and that, I mean, it'll be interesting to see in the coming days. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we got three weeks until draft day. Uh, we'll do a more, when we get closer, we'll do kind of a preview maybe and yeah, talk about preview. some of our, yeah. 
talk about some of our main picks that we're maybe do a bit of a mock draft or something or you know we got we got stuff we can do yeah we'll talk about so, a lot of the picks but yeah just Definitely. keep your eyes on where burrow and Tua are going that's the big that's the big you know the big uh, topic <laughs> Yeah, Joe Burrow is definitely, I think, going number one. And oh, then yeah. um, Tua looks like he's going Miami, but who knows if that could change uh, in the coming yeah. weeks. All right, so, so where are we moving on from here? I think that brings us to our last topic, subject of the podcast, the people's topic. The people's topic. So as always, we're going to go to producer John. Uh, John, do you have our people's topics for us? So this week's people's topics comes in from uh, at Potsy3. He asks, does Brady leaving mean that David Ortiz is back in consideration for best Boston sports legacy of the 2000s and 2010s? How would it not be Brady? That That's kind of a tough thing because like Ortiz is very... It sounds like he's just salty about Brady leaving. Yeah, I mean, Ortiz is very influential, don't get me wrong, but if you look at at least the track record and look at, like, what he's done, I think Tom Brady's been far more influential. Like, Ortiz is, you know what, I, I think this is the way to that's figure it out. Clo- that's what? close, though. That's I don't close. think it is. I genuinely don't. I genuinely oh. don't. I, I I would have to side hard with Brady on that one. Ortiz, fantastic player, but not as influential as Brady. He's see, I, I, that's a, it's a tough one. He played, Ortiz played thirteen seasons in yeah. Boston. Thirteen seasons. Over those thirteen seasons, they had four championships. Yep. They have four championships or five. You had oh four, oh seven, thirteen, and uh, no three championships. Yeah. Uh, he was a part of so many clutch moments. Um, especially I think if you just look at, at 2013 alone, he like just completely like was there. For, he took the city on his shoulders during a time like where yeah. Boston was not in its right spot. Um. I, I just think like how influential he was to the city of Boston during those times. So it's like tough to just say like I don't know. It's a that's a tough question. Thank you, Potsy, for police. Uh, he does I'm this have to, make Brady I'm gonna no. have to break this down for you at least. I'll have to break this down at least like the way that I'm kind of looking at it, which is number one, Brady's played for longer. Number two, Brady has been more influential and he has been in more, I guess, clutch situations than Ortiz has. Oh, oh I oh, totally yeah. disagree oh, I'm with that. To, yeah. I'm going to have to call that. I totally that disagree one. with that. I think he's been in just as many and it's like, you can like looking at him. The Grand Slam in 13. Yeah. That's probably like the biggest one. The home run, walk-off home run in the 04, in game four, the ACLS in 04. Game five. Like you could go down the line, even in the, a lot of people forget because of the comeback. Everyone forgets about the uh, 
Angels home run, walk off home run. Like it, he had so many clutch hits. I, I and Brady disagree. didn't. Are you joking me? Are, are you are you saying Brady didn't? I'm, In comparison, I'm I'm saying. What do you mean? I'm sorry. You keep cutting are, out, are, so I can't so hear. So, are you saying that Brady did not contribute as much as Ortiz? That that to me is wild. Because like, like, can we pause? Can yeah, we pause on, for a on. second? Oh, we'll no, go no, back to okay. that. John, can you just type? Like, I, I can just type that out. Hold on. But I'm just gonna talk while I type that out. So you're telling me that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're gonna. I have to type this out for uh for big right here. But basically, for some my, reason but, this isn't yeah, working. I, I'm sorry. I know, but I it's, I'll type it. Just just give me a second. So the way I kind of look at it is this. Brady's played for more years. He's won more championships. Now, was he the direct factor in winning all of them? No. You had Butler had the lucky interception or good interception with the Seahawks. And then you had a couple of years ago the Patriots Rams Super Bowl, which was kind of more of a defensive game. Besides that, every other Super Bowl, he's basically been a deciding factor. So you got three different Super Bowls. He's been a deciding factor. You also talk about he's had more MVPs uh, than Ortiz. Um, just, just to me, Ortiz is up there. Like he's really close, but I don't think he's. I don't think Ortiz is more influential than Tom Brady. Um, the way I kind of have to look at it is if you look, if if you walk around Boston, everybody knows Tom Brady. Even around Massachusetts or New England, you know this kind of whole area, but particularly Boston, everybody knows the both of them. But man, I I I still have to side with Tom. I think just the stats bear it out, and Ortiz wait, is wait, fantastic, wait. but. Hold on, I'm, did, I'm, I'm this just yeah. cut. I know it did. That's why I said I'm going to type it. I was okay. going to do my thing and then type it out. Okay. So, basically, what I'm getting at here is I checked aside with Tom. For me, like to just say, I mean, I think it's close. I think it's I, best sports player in. I think that's a tough question because, like, in Boston, I think that David Ortiz. David Ortiz has way more. I think David Ortiz has more of a pull in Boston than you think. If if you, I think I guess it depends on how you look at it. If you're looking at the city of Boston, I think just for the 2013 World Series alone, did that season is, I think that pushed like makes him to Boston specifically. I think he has the greatest pull and legacy in the city of Boston. I think what he's I'm not saying that Tom doesn't and not saying Tom hasn't done a lot, but I'm just saying that for the city of Boston, I think that David, and it's partly because there are Boston city team, Tom's more in new England. So it's, it's with Boston, but it isn't. Uh, I think, I think that, David Ortiz, you're right. He has three less championships, correct? Uh, he played for what a couple more years than Tom. They both have played. Uh, his whole career was twenty, but Tom played twenty years here. Okay, I can see your point. Um, but, but, I think between his last season and how he went out with having one of the best years of his career 
always being a clutch player. Like I feel like he was one of the greatest clutch players in Boston sports history. And just from what he was able to do in the clutch time, like I was watching that ACLS game from the, the grand slam game against the Indians, Indians in 2013. Um, sorry. Not, uh, so looking back at his, a, I was just watching his ALCS against the Tigers the other day when he hit the um, the Grand Slam, and I knew when he got up to the he was going to hit a, a Grand Slam. I knew it. They just got to Poppy. It was going to be a Grand Slam. I said that back then, and I think just his clutch, his clutchness, and what he's done for the city and what he's meant for the city, especially in their time of need in 2013, makes him one of the most influential people in Boston. So does this event kind of hurt Tom in that? Uh, maybe, but I think people should just relax because Tom has done a lot for the city. He has earned the right to go wherever he wants. And I think he's, I think he's done that. And it's mutual. The Patriots didn't want him. I think that's what people don't understand. The Patriots didn't want him. So um, I think that's pretty much it. That's, that's what I had on my end. Okay. Any other thoughts to add or shall I close it up? Is there any more uh, people's topics? No, that's it. Okay. No. So, as always, thank you, uh, Potsy, for your people's topic. Remember, you can always write in a people's topic on our Instagram, at Big Red Zone, or on Twitter, at Big Red Zone 1. Make sure you go follow us, share it with your friends, and uh, if you have something that you want us to talk about, Sit right in, and we'll give you a shout out and talk about your topic on the podcast. So that uh, wraps it up for this episode. Uh, it was kind of hectic with the being remote, but we're trying to practice good social distancing in these current times. Uh, anything else to add, James? Uh, no, just everyone be safe out there. Make smart decisions. Uh, we'll be back, hopefully able to er- to um, work out all these little errors and computer glitches, but. You know, uh, the good news is, if everybody watched online, uh, we did a whole new setup up here. So we changed around everything. We actually have it more like a set now. So hopefully moving forward, we're going to be able to produce better quality content more often. So that's a big plus. Yeah, it looks great. I so. helped uh, help James move it around. We uh, helped kind of just set it up, and it looks really, really cool. Um, so. But that wraps it up. Uh Always thank you, James and John, for joining us. Um, Have a safe week. Remember, stay inside. Don't go out. Social distance. It will be over soon. And remember to catch up on your Big Red Zone. Have a great week, everyone.